Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Strongbow original cider. I'm not drinking that. Put it away from me. Why? Because I want the peach and the thingy one. It's, it's gone. You just drank it. No, it's not. There was one left there earlier. We could have shared it. I'm not drinking Strombo. Do you want a... I just want to have a drink. I'm fine. I'll just have a... A gin? So- a soft drink. Don't take your bat and ball, Helen. I'm, I've put a pizza in. On the pizza, I've put bolognese that's left over from last night. On top of the bolognese, I put mozzarella. On top of the mozzarella, I put cheddar. <laughs> The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. Coming up this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Danny has a Lulu off with Lulu. Billy overcomes a massive fear at Manchester Prize. And we both got down and dirty. Woo! It's Pride time, baby! Any workings? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze. Gossip the, Gaze. Oh, sorry, you're carrying on there. We are sounding hungover. My voice still isn't fully correct. Tired? Tired. What do you feel? Well, bloated now, we've just eaten a pizza. I'm feeling emotional. There's so many emotions. Wow. Serious? The weekend has taken it, taken it out of me. Manchester Pride is the biggest thing for us, right? Yeah. And it was the best Pride I've been to. Same. And the best one that I've attended in all my gay little years. Oh? Honestly, it was Why amazing. so? Oh, it was just the day, the atmosphere, the people. It was just... Everybody was on another level. And can of... I just say... Go on. I want to congratulate you. For what? For getting on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people and doing a bit of hosting. I did have a little turtle egg coming out at the time. Did you? <laughs> Do you know what? The first time you came on, not going to lie. Yeah. 
you <laughs> you walked on like a cowboy. Right. You were stiff. <laughs> okay. But at the end of it, you could have been doing that job for years. Right. You were brilliant. Well, thank you. I can't, I'm so pleased and proud that you got to do it and you got to bring me on. I did, yeah. It was a nice was... little, I was going to say family moment, but I need to remind myself that we're not actually family. No, but... Gay family. Gay family, yeah. Your gay friends can be your family sometimes. Yeah, no. Your chosen not. family, as they say. Ooh. But... Chosen family. The day from start to finish was just a roller coaster. Oh, all right, Ronan Keaton. We got up <laughs> and we went there and it was... Bedlam, I would say. One it. The UK drag race girls, we're going to go into more detail on them on the live show, but... Yes, because I want to discuss everyone. But, obviously, it was their first live appearance. Yeah. So, they were running around, getting ready, putting the woods back on, because they'd just done the float, and obviously, they wanted to de-drag and have a sit down for five minutes. Breather. Yeah. And then it was go, go, go. It was chaos, really. It was brilliant. The whole of Manchester Pride for me was brilliant, from the little things to the big things... And everything in between. It was brilliant. It's always my favourite pride. This year was completely different for them. And you know what? When there's ever there's a big change, there's going to be a lot of people that are like, oh, this wasn't working, this wasn't working, this didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But sit with it. I think this pride's going to become one to rival the Brighton and London. I agree. Because it's already in the top three with them two. Yeah. And I think give it some more time and it's going to be top dog. Absolutely. Do you and you got, um, you got a bit emotional. Um, I did get emotional. Yeah. I did get emotional. Uh, because for me, <clears throat> I get to work, you know, I get to work lots of nice events. Yeah. Big, small, private, you whatever. Do you know what I mean? You, you name it, I do it. I'm doing a wedding this weekend. Do you know what I mean? Everything is different. But... This, for me, this Manchester Pride, it was night time, so it had gone dark. Yeah. And I think I spoke about it when when I did Sitches. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere was just electric. I was on just before Lulu. Yeah. And the crowd were just electric. And I think because I'd been with them all day on the Danny Bearden Friends stage, which, by the way, shout out to my friends that came and performed, because it was literally a family affair. Um... I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was just emotional. I felt like a rock star. Oh, and I don't nice. want to sound like a knob. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, I joke and call myself in that moment Beyonce. Right, yeah. Because you, there ain't no stopping me. <laughs> I just let go and I'm just feeling it and the crowd are loving me and I am loving the crowd and they're loving me for loving them and I'm loving them for loving me and we just <laughs> love each other. But um, shout out to the uh, musical theatre geeks that got the quote. Um, but I I just got emotional because I thought, you know what, little gay Daniel without any friends yeah. getting beat up in school, this is what I always wanted. I always wanted to be on stage, be this... this rock star and for for 45 minutes 40 minutes i was that night and i just felt on top of the world it's the best feeling in the world oh really do you want me to cry now no. like, <laughs> so yeah it was just super nice I know. so it was a long weekend wasn't it yeah it was as for us we started off on the thursday hosting the chappy event Oh my god! I Did you for- forget I for- the weekend's been that long? I forgot about that. It was a week. T- it was a <clears> week <throat> ago today. Well, that we've never done an event like that before together, have we? No. What did you think? Dead Vogas. They were good. Good. Mika was one of the Vogas. I actually knew him. Mika, not later this year. Not big girls. You were beautiful, Mika. No, honey. Diet Coke and a pizza, please, Mika. No, honey. <laughs> <That> ain't okay. <laughs> 
So who was he? The one in the blue. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. He's lovely. Did a little short film with him a while ago uh, called Lola. It's coming out soon. Wow. How exciting. Mm. So then from there, you went out. We had a little few drinkies on Thursday, which can I say was definitely a mistake of ours. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. Because I felt like on Friday, I was being sick. We had to go and do the Gadio interview. Am I reminding you of what happened? Oh, uh, so we went to the Gadio interview. And I held it together. I basically, I don't know why, but in my head I just thought, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be like the podcast. It's going to be dead easy, breezy. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. And as soon as they're like, right, we're doing live in five. Oh, Three, two, my heart and one. everything just went like, oh my God, what am I going to say? And they were like, <laughs> so how did you two meet? And you went, don't know, how did we meet? And they yeah. were like, what do you think of that? And you went, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I was really bad on my part. I, I don't know why I just froze up. How weird. Do you know what though? In a weird way, I'm glad that happened for you because it, I knew you were upset, but it, it shook you up a bit. And I think yeah. that gave you the energy and the drive then on Saturday to get on the stage and think, I'm going to do this. I'm going to push myself. Yeah, absolutely. Because you were bricking it then. And if I'd have said to you, right, what I want you to do is get on the stage and host with me. Hmm. You'd have been like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Because you were just thrown in. You just did it. And you were brilliant. Yeah. So I do need to kind of do more stuff like that to put my confidence up. Because that's Well, just pushing yourself up. out your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think it's good for all of us in, a, in whatever job we do to just do that. It was so much fun, though. I'm glad you did it. So glad I did it. And I'm glad the Gadio interview went to shit, so it did shake me up, actually. Yeah. I was like, I actually was like, I mean, I could... down about it. Oh, you went down, down. Well, down, I was. Down, 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 I couldn't down, sleep down. the night. Oh, don't lie. I came back here for a nap. Were you, sh- were you stressed? And I was stressed about it. Yeah, I thought, blown oh, that. You've not blown it. <laughs> you can't say that. <sighs> so on the way home from the Gadio interview was when my hangover kicked in because it, that was 8am. Eight eight yeah, so I, so what? So I got yeah. home at 6am. I probably got home at 5. five. And then we had to be up at... An hour later? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I came out of the interview and I was like, I need to get home ASAP. Um, and we was just sick all out the car, wasn't I? Yeah, we were stuck at some traffic lights for quite a while and you were like, Billy, you need to pull over. I was like, there's nowhere to go. You went, right. You opened that door. Actually, I don't think it was hungover. I think you actually weren't well. Yeah, no, I agree. Because it was a hangover though, wasn't it not? Was it? Well, I was out drinking the night before and then the next day I was being sick. Maybe then, yeah. But to be fair, it didn't look like a hangover. You just looked ill. It was awful. So are we going to speak about um, Cheryl? Pulled it out the bag. Yeah, but can I just say, why is she still rocking them stupid split pants? What's that about? Yeah, she needs to pack that in now. That's cringe. Yeah, you did that 10 years ago. Yeah. What, you still doing it now? Ten years ago, she was in them pants. Like, she could have looked stunning. She's got a cracking figure. Yeah. She danced the house down, literally. What's she still doing that for? Yeah. Come on, come on. Because I feel like you're going to big her up, because I know you're a big Cheryl fan. She's your number two after Britney, isn't she? I am a big Cheryl fan. I'm good I couldn't see her. But all the rave reviews she got, I was like, thank God she needed something like this. Poor cow, didn't she? She needed to pull it out the back. Yeah. But not as much of a poor cow as Nadine. 
Oh, I mean Cheryl's on the main stage under Ariana, and Nadine's in the back in in the in a sex club on the Monday. Oh my God, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, Paul Nadine. Paul Nadine. Oof. Anyway, my favourite stories come out of Manchester Pride when I've been looking online. Bacon bust up. <gasps> Food fight at Manchester Pride Burger Van as woman trades blows over unpaid bacon butter. I've seen it, and do you know what? It's absolutely awful. I've seen it. This is what I'm saying when I say to people. I always do a little thing, you know, be nice to your staff, be nice to the bar staff, be nice to security, be nice to the people that make any pride, not just this one, happen. Because they're there all weekend, quite often working highly illegal shifts, you know what I mean? Yeah. 12 plus hours dealing with drunk people. And this is the kind of thing that people think they can do. Yeah, so a woman didn't pay for a bacon butty at a sandwich stall. And then burger van, burger van, yeah. And they ended up having a bust up with the staff. No, she was throwing. I've seen the video. A, a quick Google will bring it up. Yeah, she was throwing the meat and the buns out of the hot thing and throwing them at the hot food at the people behind there. Wow, she should have been arrested and she should be ashamed of herself. Anyway, she's fully on camera. You can see her full oh, face. Yeah, Someone's going to know who she is. The police do actually intervene at some, at one point, but I don't think they really do anything. It's when it's died down, I don't think they've seen what we've seen. Right. On that video. Okay. But I bet she got off with it scot-free because we've only seen that video, yeah. Oh, I hope she's been since re-arrested because her behaviour was disgusting. Disgusting. I want you to sum up your Manchester Pride in four words. They don't have to all link. Right, okay. Separate words, right. but sum it up in four words. Uh, beautiful. <gasps> Scary. What? Scary at some point. It's going on that stage. Oh, okay, okay. Proud. Uh-oh. And grateful. Grateful for what, Bab? That I can live in a city that puts on a massive pride such as Manchester. Yeah, actually, that's And I nice. can attend I can attend it every year. Yeah. I think mine would probably be definitely proud would be the first one. I do feel proud when I'm stood at Manchester Pride and I look out and I see all them people and I think... Look at all these people living the best life right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's a humbling experience as well. Um, so humble would definitely be a use a word I would use. Um, political. People forget about the political part of pride, and I've I say it a lot as well that you know the most political thing we can do as a queer person is to be seen and be heard. Yeah. And we were seen and heard that weekend, honey. We were seen and heard. Is that the rain coming back? Oh, the rain. Do you know what? It literally, can we just mention this? It literally stopped raining for the couple of days of Pride. And it has flooded before and flooded since. Yeah. Honest to God, we need to pop down to B&Q and get some wood, love, because we're going to be making an arc if this rain carries on. <laughs> Fab. Not happening. Oh, poor reason. The gays will have to go in two by two. I've seen him going five by five before. <laughs> <laughs> the gossip case. So I think a big part of Manchester Pride is meeting loads of people, right? Yeah. Seeing people you've not seen for ages, friends, family. And we 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 took our little what do we call that now? We call it a Zoom. It's called a Zoom. It's like yeah. a little handheld microphone. It's like a little portable radio office, isn't it? Yeah. Don't know why I went so posh then. Uh, so we take that to events and we were like, Manchester Pride, we are going to speak to so many people. Babes, 
how busy was it? It was too busy, too chaotic. You couldn't speak to... There was nowhere to go to speak to these people that we yeah. wanted to speak to. Yeah. We bagged two interviews. Now, our first interview was with an old chum of mine. Now, let's let the interview speak for itself and come back. Shall we do that? Yeah, perfect. Shall we do that? Yeah. Ladies and gents, this is Sean... Marley More. <laughs> Okay, so we are here at backstage at Manchester Pride with the Danny Beard and Friends stage. How exciting. Uh, we're joined by the gorgeous Sean Miley Moore. Hello. Hi, gorgeous Danny, Danny, Danny Beard. Sean, before we carry on tonight, you've just slayed the stage. How do you feel? Thank you. Well, I'm coming from uh, your gorgeous footsteps off that stage. You give that energy off that stage and you really killed it. So it's good to, it's good to be back in Manchester. It's been a hoot because we always... We're, we're very like, we come across each other's paths so many times and I guess we we came off the gorgeous, you know, television show. Yeah, so we were sort of... kind of competition kind of gave us our platform, I suppose. You're right. Yeah. Definitely. So it's good to be back here in Pride with you, sis, and uh, slaying the crowd, killing the crowd. I mean, I just met a little girl and she was 14 years old, first Pride, and she's like, wow, thank you. And I'm like, no, you're out here. Yeah. Thank you, honeybee. Uh, look, hon, we... As we just said, we met years ago doing this uh, off the back of our little success that we had. Mine was little, yours wasn't, to be fair. Um, and we get to do this as a job. What does performing at Prides mean to you? I mean, it's uh, the reason why I came to London was for my music, you know, and I was catapulted on the show that was X Factor, and it really, the Prides have allowed me to be on the stage, um, be with my gorgeous, you know, dancer friends. We all come from theater school. So like we're literally in London making our art, making our music and uh, and um, Pride has allowed me to, to make the show and the pop star that I am and live it, breathe it. And it's so great that Manchester Pride continues to support queer, independent and diverse artists like myself. Bitch. <laughs> uh, listen, you just touched upon, uh, you get to bring you, your dancer friends. Um, last time I met you, you had some different dancers. Tonight, I've noticed you with one of your sisters that you've got a, a show with. That's correct. That's right. Well, both are, both are my gorgeous sisters. The most fabulous Kazelian, another gray, gray-faced sis of yours. You guys should, you guys should do um, my sister and I. You know, you should do that from. Yeah. You guys, you got, you guys talk. You guys talk. So gorgeous Kazelian, also from London. Um, and he basically, you know, he was in his white shirt when he came here. But you know, London was in a melting pot of gorgeous queerness, and he found his drag persona. And gorgeous cat over here I met in a musical theater show that I did at the beginning of the year. So another all musical theater and I'll just here creating it. And that's why I dressed them in little Ariana Grande. So I thought Ariana Grande's yes. would back up dance for me with those ponytails. Would you say Ariana is a, um, an inspiration to you? Definitely. Um, to have our um, allies up there with great platforms and great voices, it is very important. Also, you know, Ariana's brother is a gorgeous queen like ourselves. Yeah, so for her to be up there um, here, singing it queer and um, giving the voice for that is amazing. We, we have, we're, we're grateful to have our allies out there. But we need more queer, gorgeous artists and reputation like you, you and myself. I mean, Hello. you're the heart of Manchester. Why the hell aren't you at the 
main stage. Well, do you know what, though? You, know? You, you say that, but I kind of am enjoying being at this stage. Yes. This, for me, feels this more is like Manchester. Pride. Yes. Over there, that's a festival. You can yes. And, you know, Lady Leisha's there. We're big fans yes. of her. You know, uh, Ariana's there. There's loads of big artists over there. But that really is, that's the festival side of it. And actually... And we, we can't forget that because... This, this is where is I sang the vigil after the saying. bombing. So this is like the heart of Manchester, what it's all about, community love. And that's what today feels like. Do you not think, I mean, we're lucky enough to do prides, big and small. Do you not yeah. think this feels more like a local pride? Literally, it, it, it really is. By, it really moving, is. by moving the festival over, over to Mayfield, the big, if you like, the big artists, uh, it's opened here up for local talent that might not have been given that opportunity before yeah. because they wanted to fill it with x-factor people like yourself yeah. whoever whoever um so i'm i'm glad for the split and i'm glad that i'm being able to be a part of this stage i don't know how you feel definitely definitely i've performed on the stage many of times and i in, enjoy it and that's what that's what pride is all about it's community and coming together and when it becomes into that other realm it's Ooh, you know, there's a lot to talk about, but at the end of the day, it's it's good to be here with you, and yeah, you know, you. Have a good night tonight. Ooh, we are. So you don't conform to gender stereotypes when it comes to clothing. Why is that, and do you feel you inspire people by doing that? Wow, I, I to be honest, I think it's just an easy thing to just throw on a dress and a heel. It's like one one, like pants. It's just literally. Mate, I like it's so like gosh, I mean, literally. If I had your body, I'd do the same. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I work hard, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I find beauty and fashion genderless. You know, it's just another way to express, be in a playground, and have fun. So. And I love a little dress. I love it. It's very just like, I've come out of the beach. Like, wow. <laughs> Ocean. Ooh. Yes. Summer. <laughs> bitches. Before we round up tonight, is there any message that you want to give to people that maybe don't get the opportunities to do what we're doing now and just have a conversation? Totally. I think, um, I think for everyone is to, especially for Pride, I know it's just for today, but it's so important to live your pride, whatever that may be, and your truth and your authenticity. And I say you have to live your pride every single day. And that's why I say, like, yeah, I'm going to be wearing my little snakeskin heels, my little Playboy little dress. Thank you, misguided plug. Um, but I'll be there at Starbucks ordering it on a Monday morning before going to the studio. And you just, just live that. You know, obviously the color here is so fabulous. And, you know, Girls like you up there giving okay. gray, giving neon, giving curves, giving, you know, so, ooh, you're, giving motor, you're giving motocross <laughs> gorgeous. But, you know, we, we need to keep that queer visibility always and forever. And that may jeopardize safety and happiness, but it's so important because people walk by and go like, they resonate with this, Hopefully. with this energy. It's a bit scary, but you got to do it. Just touching upon that, have you ever dealt with anybody saying anything or have you just been able to brush that off? Honey, definitely. I've had two attacks, wow. physical attacks in London. Kaz, you can vouch for this, but you know, this was when I was, you know, uh, filming my music video. Oh, it's out now. My music video is out now. <laughs> but but it's called Burn Boy. But it's it's a it's it's all about East Drag London culture and just you know, I'm in flames. Watch me burn. But it's all about that gorgeous queer color and expression. But. And it was funny, when I was editing that, these guys, as I was walking back, like, literally punched me in the face. It was oh the most, hell. it was scary, but, like, and... Can I ask, did you contact the police? I did, but what did they do? Well, no, that's a good thing, because we've talked about, haven't we, Billy, on the show, 
every report goes to a statistic. They might not have done something for you, but it comes to a statistic. And I always yeah. say, if something happens to you in the street, tell the police, because what that does is that goes to the statistics. So next year, when the new statistics right. on hate crime yeah. are released, they're going up. Every hate crime... On any focus will be on be, on that, yeah. Then more will be done. Totally. It might not have been for you at that moment, totally. but the more we report these hate crimes, no yeah. matter what, if someone just shouted faggot at me on the street yeah. out of a white van, which I'm gonna call the police yeah. and say, someone just shouted faggot at me on, on Clapham High Street out yeah. of a white van, what that does is nothing in our mind, but mm-hmm. in the bigger scheme and the long game and yeah. the bigger picture, is that is gonna help queer people all over queer the UK. people but it's so good that we have each other Danny Beard and we friends wow yes harmony so but um yeah no I've, I mean gorgeous Kazelian just behind me hey girl um and yeah you know I I, I had my gorgeous friends Kazelian also Gingzilla as well bearded queens we love it and yeah we wrote a show squad goals which is all about coming together community and and really togetherness and really like if you have a strong squad like that's that's your family and that's what it's all about luckily you have a good unit and that's why what you made nice the stage Danny and Friends well, it's say, all about community what a nice community. message to end on really, I think we yeah. should leave that there because that if you surround yourself with love then that's yeah. what you're going to give out and I think that's that's the picture I get from you thank you let's make out that was Sean Miley Moore. How camp is he? Oh, campus tits and I love him. I love him. You know what? Um, people, It's people like Sean that have been on reality shows that, you know, went on in a bit of a dress and some heels and maybe most people didn't get what he was about. Yeah. But since that show has really been, the platform has given him the opportunity to blossom and grow. And you know what? His music that he creates, the crowd were loving the vibe he gives off when he's performing, you know, he doesn't he doesn't skip a beat, does he? No, and he's dancing a lot as well. This is what I'm just saying. He gave it a full out performance. Yeah. He's a star. Superstar. Oh, you're a superstar. There's who you are. Why did I go like share then? Why um, did I do that? You should have done the way should have. Listen to our voices, we you can tell we're hungover. We're like in our pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> um But no, we can't thank Sean enough for being on the show, right? He was brilliant and he's such a nice sport. He is. Yeah. Now, after Sean Lulu was on. Because I was on before Lulu. And then we did that interview with Sean then. While Lulu, Lulu was, was on. on. So right. we missed a bit of Lulu, but we caught the end of Lulu. Yeah, and she had a massive choir as well. She had a choir. I remember her coming in. She looked like a, a megastar. Full celeb zone. Sunglasses on her face. Hat. Hat. People around her. Yeah. She looked Moving like people out the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. It was like okay, she's here. She's arrived. She's arrived. And then she got off the stage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you hounded her for an interview. Hang on, no, no, no. <laughs> I had spoke to the artist liaison that day and I was like, look, hon, we really need to bag an interview. I, we, do you know what? This has turned us into like gay journalists, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, we need to bag an interview uh, for our podcast. Yeah. Any chance you can help us out? And he went to their management and was like, we've got an interview arranged for you guys afterwards. Is that okay? And they were yeah. like, how many questions? And he was like, oh, it'll be about four. And they were like, yeah, she'll do it, no problem. And then as she was leaving... Yeah. They were whisking her away, weren't they? Because she got ready elsewhere. Yeah. She didn't have the porter cabins that we were given. She got ready elsewhere. 
and um, we literally just went with her. Yeah. We just attached ourselves to the party. We were like, hi, we're doing the interview. We're coming with you. And she was like, okay, brilliant. <laughs> and no, but I feel if we hadn't have done that, we wouldn't have got what we just got. You got to get what you got to get, girl. Girl, we are turning into like, I can't think of a journalist. Oh, God, we're shit journalists. The gay Stacey Dooleys. Oh, my God. We're the gaily like, Dooleys. We're like the gaily Dooleys. <laughs> we were whisked out the back of the stage area. We'd done a swipe a slight swipe left and we were in a that, college building the college building mm. and um we were basically in the in the atrium the hallway what would you call that yeah it was just like basically a hallway with they found three chairs and sat us down and then and it was she it. could have gone all night yeah and you made the mistake of saying we only had four questions and then she's like my manager's looking at me now. I think like we'd left her end. Yeah. 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 So thanks. I fucked it up. Basically. Yeah. But we've got a good interview. But before we, before I fucked it up, this is what went down. Perfect. So we are here with the amazing Lulu. You have just come off the stage. Well, the only thing I want to complain about is he does my act better than me. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fair. Lulu, don't you don't. You have just storm the stage honey it was fun out there hasn't it i mean so so sweet the audience i mean everybody's just having such a good time well you know you've you've just said on stage then you love manchester you always wanted to come back to manchester when i was when i was a teenager and we were i was touring around the country and wherever i'd be i'd say we're near manchester can we go stay there over the night oh amazing what is it about manchester that draws you to it well, initially, um, it was because it was so much fun when I was a teenager to be in Manchester. And, um, oh, of course, George Best lived here. Yeah. And a lot of the Mike Summerbeer, all the football players, so it was a lot of fun that way. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the clubs were great here. The clubs were great. And, and I think it's still the same, huh? And um, also, I think my, my manager's uh, brother had a club here called the Phonograph. I just made a lot of friends here, and I think... It's just, just a great place. I mean, what else can I say? I, I love do, it. Yeah, I feel... I'm not from here, so I'm actually from Liverpool. I've lived here for eight years with my fabulous fiancé over there. He's the <laughs> handsome one in the middle. And um, I find Manchester a real melting pot of people. Yeah. Um, when you got asked to do Pride this year, mm-hmm. did you think, yes, I'm doing Oh, my Pride. God. It was like... I, I, I was just... I think it's like maybe because of yeah, my age, you know, it's not, it's just a number, but I've been around a long, 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 long. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you know, I'm going to do a tour. My tour is when my team came with me and they said, you know, we think you should put a screen up and do show the pictures and talk about your life because you've never really talked about your life. And you've been around, like they said it like that, such a long time. I mean, you've been here a long time. And I said, I said to them, so what should we call this tour? Don't tell me you're next going to say Lulu Old AF. Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> but then everybody said, oh, no, that wouldn't be right. That wouldn't be right. So it's going to be called Lulu on Fire. But wow. I, I think it's, it's when you've been around as long as I have um, and you still love, like I do, what I do. I live to make music. I love music. And I hope I never stop. And the fact that I can still do it, people still want to hear me. I am so excited to work all the time. I mean, I just did 40 dates with Take That. Um, I'm just going to do 40-something dates on my tour starting mid-September, right through to November. And I just hope I never stop. But I think Manchester has always been a happening place. But meanwhile, Liverpool isn't bad either. 
Do you know, Liverpool is getting better and better. It's getting better and better. Well, I mean, let's, for Christ's sake, let's be honest. I hated American music until, until the... <laughs> I'm not American, not American music. It's a lie. It's the opposite. I hated British music because it was so wimpy and pale and insignificant in comparison to America. And until the Beatles. Uh, Until the are Beatles. Are you a Beatles fan? I was such a Beatles fan, and then I what, got. Can I ask what your favourite Beatles song is? I don't think there is one. <gasps> Do you know what mine is? Eleanor Rigby. Yes. Beautiful. I feel like it's a piece of, um, almost like a piece of theatre. I used to sing it as a really small child and imagine myself at a window, and I was like, "What the hell is a jar full of? What is it? A jar full of faces? She keeps at the, the door or <laughs> something know. like that." I, I think, think they were what tripping. Is that? I think they were tripping. I think they were tripping. <laughs> now no I'm old enough it. to know what that is. I think they were too. <laughs> But, but you know, the thing about the Beatles was that they liked the same music that I liked, and that okay. was black American music. With and powerful vocals that we still heard from you tonight. Yes, but we all, and then the Stones liked the same kind of music, so we kind of came from the same pond in a way. Can I just say, um, you kind of, you turned up tonight, you have got the energy of a rock star, of a, of a, of a superstar, but you gave everybody your time tonight that wanted your time. You stopped for pictures, you did that. Do you think it's important to connect with people that still want to connect with you? I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I wake up every morning, I get down on my knees, and I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's really how I live my life today, full of gratitude, because a lot of the people I started with have gone, you know? Wow. So the fact that I can still do it, and I still love it, and then I get a reaction like that, you know, and you want to talk to me, well, why wouldn't I stop and talk to you? Obviously, if I'm in a filthy mood. If I'm... <laughs> I mean, darling, I do get in those moods. I do rarely, I do, I rarely do. I can imagine what a Lulu filthy mood oh, is like. Oh, please, Mrs. Grumpy. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, if you're not in a good mood, you're not going to stop and be nice and chat to okay. everyone. But I do try to be pleasant, because this is a job. Mm -hmm. This is my job, and if I... People, you know, don't come and see me. I don't have a job. Class. Bottom line, dear. Bottom, bottom line. line. As you've here at Pride today, what does it mean to be performing at a massive Pride such as Manchester? You know, my friend uh, Nigel Martin-Smith said to me, it's the biggest one this year, Lou. Yeah. I said, oh my God, I'm going to do it. It's so great. I was excited for that. Yeah. I was excited to be in Manchester and I just love it. You know, I, I think it's great. And like the song in Independence said, you know, it's about freedom. It's about being individuals, about being who you are. And I think I just love to be here and be amongst everybody, you know, who, who, who the wants to be themselves, who wants to be themselves and be accepted exactly for who they are. You know, I was always afraid to be who I was when I was a child. I was afraid people wouldn't like me. You know, so I kind of always felt like I was the odd person at school. So I think it's very important to be who you are and to come out, dear. Come Amazing. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, I've been talking with our listeners online. Oh. And I've been bigging this moment up. I, I've been saying, if we can nab Lulu, haven't I? If we yeah. can nab Lulu, I need to do a Lulu off with Lulu. Now, you've just done it on stage, hon. You were, like, unbelievable. I when you to, sang that, the opening to show... with Lulu? Do people ask you this all the time? Does it get old? What to do what? Well, uh, wait! And we do it, we I do mean, it. I want to do it with you. But you were so good at it. I thought that... Bitch. <laughs> and she keeps doing it again and again and again. I'm gonna go. I'm not, I'm not gonna sound as good as that. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> are, we, are we 
able to do a very quick Lulu. Yeah, off. yeah, okay. So you, we'll do, you lead. Do we do it together, or you want me to do well, the how answer? How do you want to do it? I have... feel like I should answer your call. Go on, you know you. I do can't it. keep up. You do it. Go on, you go on. No, You're dying to Lulu. go on. <laughs> I'm dying to. I am dying to. He hasn't shut up the whole friggin' night. Someone do it. Way. Billy, Billy just killed it in the coffin, honey. Go on, you do it. That was not good. Lulu, I cannot wait to replay you telling Billy that he's not good. <laughs> that is his career highlight. That is that, his career highlight. That, after, after him doing it tonight, I don't know anyone else who can do it as good as you. What about you? You can do it. Almost as good as him. Oh, don't be silly. Should we try this? Let's do it. Hey, 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 Is just weed. <laughs> How, we, we've just finished that interview on the but, highest high. But the timbre of your voice is very similar to the timbre of my voice, so that's unusual. Wow. Can I, can I say, uh, growing up, <laughs> I, I listened to people like you, Adele, all of my icons were big, powerful female singers. Yeah, yeah. And even, and people laugh when I say this, even Steps, you know, Claire from Steps. Yeah, she had a big voice. She had a big voice, so she, it was all of those songs Claire. I listened to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why I sing the way I do. Yeah, you've got you've made my, voice. You've not just made my night, you've made my year. We were told four questions, and Luna was just wanting to talk to us all night. He wants me to go, because got, we've got to get up early, I've got to get back to London oh, in the morning. Thank you so, so much, Lulu. It takes me ages to calm down, and if I keep I can going imagine. on. Yeah. Lulu, thank you so much for being on the Gossip Gaze. You've been amazing. I love you. The Gossip Gaze. Oh my God, can you believe it? Can you believe I just did a Lulu off with Lulu? Can you believe she said I was a shit singer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I honestly need to... Can we just replay that a little bit right now? You do it. That was not good. <laughs> Why did she... She literally was so deadly serious. Yeah. But it's because no one was doing it, so I was like, I'll oh, just do it, it'll be funny. And then she was like, no, you don't, you don't do, do it. it. Sorry, I've just given the dog a little bit of pizza crust while we were listening to Lulu. But... <clears throat> She was lovely. She was so lovely. Yeah. She just didn't take her hat and glasses off the whole time, though. Do you know she what? Kept that, celeb she kept that mode. Celeb mode, innit? Yeah. She was lovely. She was so lovely. Yeah. She just didn't take her hat and glasses off the whole time, though. Do you know she what? Kept that, celeb she kept that mode. Celeb mode, innit? Yeah. I can now die saying I had a Lulu off with Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> I could put on my gravestone, you've got the same timber and voice as me. Lulu. Wow. <laughs> She gave me so many quotes. Yeah, she did. That I can just humbly brag about. Yeah. Oh wow. my god. So this episode comes out on Friday, which is today, and this means tonight is our first ever live recording in front of a live studio audience of the Gossip Days. Yeah, the thirtieth of August. Freaky. Dum, dum, dum. Ahead of tonight. How are you feeling? I am slightly nervous. Still? Yeah, but just because I've never done anything like this, ever. You went on stage in front of thousands of people. And you can sit in a room with a hundred people in it. You are correct, yeah. And everybody knows what they're expecting there. They know what they're going to get. There might be more than that, but, you know. Yeah. There's a lot less than there was thousands stood in front of you. 
Plus, I feel better when I'm just sat there. I feel like it's the butterflies the before anticipation. the anticipation. Do you of know it. what my anticipation's about? I'm nervous that people are going to find it boring as shit. Do you know what then? Then we buy them all a shot in the interval and say, liven up. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get here. Yeah, we could do that. Do you know what I mean? People are going to come in, they don't have a few drinks. That just sort of loosens you up anyway, and then you have a bit more fun. So, this episode has been a bit of a weird one. It's not our usual format, but we had so much to talk about. We had so many interviews. We couldn't cram everything in this one. We couldn't cram everything in. And also, it's nice to take a break from the regular. Yeah. Next week... You're going to hear exactly what went down. Well, not exactly, because stuff will be cut out. So next yeah. time we do do a live, make sure you buy your tickets. But That's true. you will hear part of the live next week. Probably most of the un-PC things that we say in our own living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will be cut out. Um, so from us to you, however you spent your bank holiday weekend, I hope it was nice. Yeah. Um, and I hope... I hope that you enjoy today's show because this is going to go down as a massive memory for me. Oh, I'm glad. I think we have made memories. Honestly. Is that cheesy? No, no, it's not. No. I thought, you know what? This is going to go down. And this little podcast, it's like a diary. When I'm 50, will it still be on iTunes when I'm 50? <laughs> I hope when so. When I'm 50, I can go back and go, here, listen to me. Here, kids. <laughs> not like that my own kids <laughs> don't be <laughs> okay ear grandchildren right listen to your granddaddy talking to Lulu right. and they'll be yeah. like who the hell's Lulu yeah and they'll be like Megastar Megastar and we'll be back next week with everything that went down at the live and the week after we resume normal scheduling of the Gossip Days it is two weeks until we resume normal scheduling of the Gossip Days this is <laughs> Nina Nana I'm obsessed with Nina Nana by I the know. way this is Nina Nana ITV News The Gossip Gays Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 